Nice decorations. Hey, thanks. Well, lights in your little. Did you get a critter? Not a not a new one. No. Oh, I thought I you got a new one each year. Sometimes. Sometimes. This is some bah humbug bullshit. <laughs> it's okay. Target sold out of everything like oh a week ago. Got to go to the black market for it. Those damn mm-hmm. scalpers are after it. I mean, basically, I never saw full Christmas shelves at any point. Yeah, that's like, crazy. It was just let's burn through everything. <laughs> hey, do you remember how to do this? Do what? R- record a podcast. I feel like we haven't done this since. Oh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Pickles really staring me down right now. He's like, he's the producer right now. He's like, you better record. <laughs> blaring at me jeez buddy calm but yeah first podcast back since we haven't recorded in like two weeks two and a half weeks did you like having a break last time uh it was all right yeah i um i think i just played a bunch of video games during the week instead of recording and editing excellent i'm yeah. glad you had spare time yeah well you're off, are you're you off gallivanting. Uh, are you ready to get this going yeah Excellent. Sing your song. Let's Fine, go. I will. Uh, how's it go? Oh, yeah. <gasps> genuinely cannot look at you when you do this, especially when you meow. It's unreal. What are okay. you meowing about? Shut up. Um, <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Welcome to Tent Tents Podcast, where we talk tents and make little sense. I'm your host, India Monroe, and this is my worky co-host, John Burkhart. Hi, John. Sup, dude. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. It's been a it's been a week. Uh, yeah. Went and did stuff and things, and uh, now I'm here. And yeah. And there's the cats, and they've been. Uh, it got cold, so now all of a sudden they're like, ooh, we want to be around a person who gives off heat. <laughs> they're just using you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, as you can imagine, if anybody else were to use you, you know, it doesn't make you feel great. I think they're just biding their time until they can, like, use you like a sleeping bag like the critter in Star wow, Wars. Wow, a tauntaun? You think they're going to tauntaun me? They're cats, John, of course. You're a monster. I'm not the one doing it. It's your cats. You're putting the idea in their heads. They already have it in their heads, John. I did no, not put it John. there. They're perfect little angels. No, it's it's a true fact. Um, the screenwriter for that particular Star Wars movie um, got the idea <laughs> from a National Geographic article about cats doing that. I can't tell if you're making this up. Google it. Uh... Cat, Tauntaun, human. <laughs> yeah, that'll do Okay, it. great. Um, You want to talk about booze? Yeah, you said you had a correction. What is yeah, it? Yeah, so in the last episode, um, I reviewed a Malbec, and I was, I guess I was like, oh, I don't think we've done a Malbec, but somebody messaged me, Mr. Jimmy Radiator, was like, no, ding dong, you did drink a Malbec, because I was the one who recommended it. Oh, yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy so, sounds smart. So we did do it. Sorry. But that's the only other one. So I do remember being surprised that we hadn't hit that yet because I figured it would be a, a good one for you. I did meet a um, eccentric wine drinker 
uh, at the there bar. There are so many of those. Yeah. <laughs> and he did recommend. Uh, That's like saying you met a grumpy car guy. Like, great time. <laughs> he did recommend some uh, Italian wines that I could pick up at Total Wine that cool. I cannot pronounce. So, okay. yeah, I have them written down. So I guess I'm just going to have to show up just there and be show, like, just show them like, the, the uh, thing. Uh, look at screen. Uh. No, that's what I'm going to do to them. What? Oh, well, it's Barbera de Alba. Okay. And then the other one was Pio Caesari. Okay. (laughs) I can't wait to see how these are actually written. So yeah, but uh, yeah, it was interesting to talk to him. Cool. But I did. So I did go to Total Wine. uh, Yeah. Because I had to kill some time on that part of town. Uh, And I went to, they had like a recommended section and I picked up a, uh, this is from Spain and it's all in Spanish, like Spaniardish. Spanish is is the word. It's Spanish. But like Spain Spanish. It's literally Spanish. Um, so the the most I can tell you that it's called La (laughs) Pinata. Sure. No, it's not. I'm sure, it's probably pinata. Pinata. Okay, well, that's what I said. Um, no, you said pinata. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Don't make fun of my accent. Uh, I'm sure it, my accent's awful, but like, it's not pinata. Like the, <laughs> the little like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna the call end. them, and they're gonna be like, no, it's pinata. Well, then they should put the swoopy over the end, and I'm sure Susu is screaming <laughs> in her speakers right now because she knows the actual word for the swoopy. It also mark. says "momentos para siempre." Um, I did Isn't look it that up. Like your like your Semper five. Oh, you think that's Latin? Well, it's Spanish, which is based from off Latin. Mm, you should maybe? look up what siempre means. Okay. See and pray. Boop. Uh, forever. forever. Is that even close? Moments to forever. Ever? Huh? No. Uh, this is siempre. What the does semper mean? Always. Oh, so so, okay, so you're saying you're saying that always and forever are not similar words? No, I'm saying they're literally. It's it's they are different words. They may have similar meanings, but they're like spelled different and spoken differently. Is what I'm right, saying. Right, because it's Latin. Plus Spanish. Sure, why not? But Anywho, that's where the Spanish word uh, comes from is the Latin word "semper." So, whatever, just open it and drink it. But it's it's, it's a bobble. Have you heard of a bobble? A bobble? Yeah, that's the type of wine it is. B o b l e. No, yeah, no, no, no. B o b a l. <laughs> bobal. And I was like, I've never heard of this, so I'm gonna grab it. Okay. And it's from Spain. I don't think we've really done many Spaniard. Uh, we haven't. No, yeah. I don't know anything about Spanish wine. Okay. Yeah. So I figured I'd give it a little shotty shot. They said it was highly rated and recommended from them. Cool. We love that. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks a lot for nothing, Wikipedia, not giving me a oh. pronunciation guide. And they want donations. <laughs> I mean, they should have donations. I know. Yeah, definitely donate to Wikipedia. Uh, so it's a red wine. I can tell you that well, much. Yeah. 
It is. I can. I can smell the tannins. If that makes sense. No. Oh well, whatever, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it is a, it's it's a. This is definitely a. Uh, Bobal. Bobal. Okay. Okay. There you go. Sorry. Okay. Thank you, YouTube. Thanks, YouTube. Uh, so this is very. Uh, what's the opposite of fruity? It, not, not fruity. Yeah. Well, I mean, on the other end of the spectrum. I don't know. My brain's not working. So it's like really dry. Okay. On um, the front of the tongue, lots of tannins. Uh, that wine taste very heavy. Like this is not fruity. Like uh, the where the uh like the Sauvignon Blancs where I was like, "Oh, this is like an adult Pacific cooler." Like this is right. on the other end of the wine. Right. Uh this is I like this. Cool. And it's got kind of like a like a little like brightness to it over the whole tongue, which is kind of neat. That is neat. I will give this an 8. Good job, Total Wine. Are you going to read from your little my book? Your book? Okay. Oh, here. Well, let me um, read uh, one of the reviews real quick. Sorry, so. this. Sorry, I just googled what's the opposite of fruity wine. <laughs> yeah, manly wine. It says savory. Okay. So, wine wines in the fruit level that are savory have qualities that are basically the opposite of fruit-forward wines, although they are still loaded with flavors of fruit. Mm-hmm. The difference is that savory fl- fruit flavors and are in the Bitter, sour, tart spectrum. Okay. Is that what you're getting? Uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. I would say that. Um, Great, then savory is your word. There job. we go. Um, and also like salvatory. Like it's it it's making my mouth salivate more. That's the like tart, sour. Yeah. Tannin. Uh, so one of the. Just one of the quick reviews from somebody was you get the herbs and spices right off the bat and it follows through on the palate, oregano, thyme, little thyme, thyme, little pine, pepper, plum, strawberry, cherry, tannins are medium plus with almost which almost surprises you because the wine doesn't seem like it's going to be that bold. Nice wine to break down may not maybe not a wine for beginners. Hmm. Um, Yeah. And I would agree because like I'm still like having trouble like kind of comprehending what i'm putting in my mouth well it's good that you're trying but i like it excellent it's pretty rad good maybe you're a spanish wine kind of guy Ooh. ole ole am i doing all right sure all right where were we g we g. already did g g for my good friend india no, we did. We already did G. Oh, then why did you say we were on G? Like we, you were like, "What were we on?" And I said, "G." <coughs> okay, we, okay. We've done G. All right, all right. H is for harvest. Simply put, harvest is the time of year when grapes are picked, crushed, and turned into wine. Generally speaking, grapes are harvested from August through October in the northern hemisphere, and from October through March in the southern hemisphere. Wink always harvests in season for optimal freshness. Weather is one of the most important factors that affect harvest. It impacts how the grapes ripen and how much sugar they contain. California is a prime location for many successful harvests, which at times can be problematic due to devastating wildfires. 
As the climate changes and wildfire can wildfires continue to pose even more of a threat, the wine community remains strong and hopeful for fruitful seasons in the years to come. Uh, this has prompted two random thoughts in my head. Uh, with the rotation of harvesting around the hemispheres, do you are there uh, migratory grape harvesters? Do you think? I don't know the answer to that. I think there's probably tons of people who go from like winery to wine or vineyard to vineyard Uh in like California. Yeah. I don't know that you're going to see a lot of people migrating from Europe to America to Uh South America and back to Europe. Like, I don't think you're going to get that much transition. Yeah. But like maybe like Europe to South Africa or like Washington to Chile. I, I don't, know. don't know that that would happen just because it's, I mean, if you're a farm worker, uh-huh. you're probably not going to have the funds to like pick up and go to a completely different hemisphere. Oh, they, they, um, at least in, like whim. for like other industries, they will often pay to bring them in. So that's I, not I don't on think, them. I don't think that there's a shortage of skilled Pickers, harvesters, anywhere to warrant moving yeah. people in and out. I don't know. Um, so, the other thought I had was was about the wildfires. What if? Uh, so you know how like whiskey barrels, there's like all the smoked stuff. Mm-hmm. What if there's a way to like capture that for like whiskey, like a California wildfire whiskey? Um, you could charge a lot because you can't control I it. I don't think you thought this through. <laughs> Does I know how that works? It's not how that works. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> it dates no, so it's so not. so the smokiness is not from smoky wood of whiskey. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get a ton of that. No. No. Oh, okay. All right. Well, never mind then. I don't think that. It, the, yeah, like the the burning of the barrel isn't for flavor. It's it's yeah no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I should go to a wine. Uh, you should go to a distillery yeah. <laughs> and learn about barrel making. Looks like John goes on a trip. Doop, doop, John doop, should doop, go doop. on a trip. I'm sure there's plenty of distilleries <clears throat> in Louisiana. I know they like vodka here. I don't know of any whiskey distilleries. I mean, any who's will be. Screw that wine stuff. Let's talk about other stuff. What you got? Uh... Oh, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Mm-hmm. Alert, 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 taco <laughs> alert, taco alert. India, great news. Don't toy with me. <laughs> Don't you dare toy with me. I, Supposedly. I'm so, I am so emotionally fragile right now. <laughs> I don't need you to toy with me currently. No. Supposedly at, um, what the hell was it? Uh, at the Taco Bell convention. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, the what? I don't know if it was a Taco Bell convention or like a fast food uh, convention, but there was a convention. Okay. Uh, it's been a while since I read this. Uh, <laughs> um, but it was like a franchisee convention. Mm-hmm. And apparently one of the uh, the Taco Bell vice president, COO, Mike Grams, uh, said, if we're going to bring it back, if that's a big if... Could we, um, 
Oh, somebody if, asked. That's uh, a big if. Somebody asked. Uh, oh, yeah. And he's asking, like, could we bring back the original Mexican pizza? Um, so apparently they're talking. I swear, about if it. you're if you're if they're lying, I'm going to be real mad. <laughs> but I he did. He, he went it. back and forth with the chief food innovation officer, Liz Matthews, uh, <laughs> and closed out the segment with saying, OK, Liz, we're bringing back the Mexican pizza. Liz, do your job. <laughs> and apparently a leak on a subreddit uh, from an anonymous uh, verified employee of Taco what? Bell. What subreddit is that? I don't know. Because <laughs> I looked at the article and there was not a link no. to this post. And I, I was wondering how like suspect that is. Well, there's also a Taco Bell fan website called Living Moss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a little big of a commitment for me. Like, I just want a Mexican pizza. I don't want to like be in a fan club. Oh, in the in the Living Moss article, they do link the subreddit, and it is r slash Living Moss. Um, okay, so, I will be finding that as soon as we're done here. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we're learning a lot here. Uh, yeah, that, of of all this. <clears throat> so. Uh, yeah, uh, three credible sources say it'll be returning in 2022. Something I did notice in the article that you linked was that they mentioned that they could do variations on the Mexican pizza, which I'm fine with. I just want the original here. Um, one was a bacon ranch. One was an extra cheesy. Another was like a seven layer one. Uh huh. But I'm here for all of this. Yep. I just really need this to be true. And I I just, all I want is the original Mexican pizza. Right? Yeah, it was good. It was yummy. Um, the where was it? Crap! I just I had just seen it. What the name of the convention was? Oh, um, Taco Bell franchise convention, Fran Mac. I don't Fran know why Mac? Fran Mac. Yeah, that's a weird. It name. Seems uh, off brand, guys. Yeah, it's Fran Mac. Um, hmm. fr- about Fran Mac. What is Fran Mac? Franchise mean? meeting annual convention. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait. Um, franchise management advisory council. Oh, there we go. Yeah, and it's for the Taco Bell franchisees. Amazing. Yeah, um, and it took place in Colorado Springs. Okay, now how do we go we infiltrate this? Yeah, how do we? <laughs> <laughs> okay, twenty twenty two. It's in Las Vegas, October third through sixth. Oh, we gotta snap. Gotta we got to get, get press passes. Where's the contact us for press passes? I don't know, but we should be a vendor. <laughs> can we can we do that? <laughs> There's a vendor directory. Uh, we should do. How big this is this one. directory? Let's look at this real quick. Let me see how big this directory is. I always like looking up convention stuff. Having been a convention manager, it's like, <laughs> yeah. let me look in your guts and see what's going on here. Oh wait, come on, load. Oh, event concluded. Boo. Oh, come on. Buzzkill. That's not Moss. I don't think that's living Moss at all. I think that's living oh, whatever the opposite of Moss is. Yeah. Poss. I don't Everything think that's behind it. a login. Boo. How are we supposed to infiltrate your convention if you don't make it easy for us? Yeah. Come on. There isn't even like a. Like a, uh, 
There's not a lot here. There isn't even like cost as much. <laughs> Sign up now. None of that. Hmm. Maybe it's too early. Could we'll give be. it to we'll yeah, try again true. next year. Yeah. Well, so speaking of delicious food, John, uh-huh. how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was all right. We just uh, got some stuff from the grocery store. Uh, Sweet. And it was just my sister, her dad, and me. Um, so it was pretty tame. Nothing really crazy. I've been eating turkey sandwiches since. So it's been pr- that's pretty nice. You know, Jealous. We didn't get to take home any leftovers. I'm so sad. Because the dogs ate it? No, just because we were going to be in the car for so long, we didn't have like a good safe way to like transport food. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, how'd it go for y'all? Um, super good. We went to Charlotte to spend Thanksgiving with my brother and his family, and we are crazy people. What? So we decided to take the dogs, which means we drove from Austin to Charlotte. But there was a very special reason for this. It is. It was Molly's 15th birthday. Oh, my God. I know. So we have been talking for like a year about throwing Molly a quinceanera, which uh, we did. No, you've been talking about throwing her one for years, not a year. Oh, sure. What is time? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> and so we always said if, if Molly made it to 15, we would have a quinceanera and we would go all out and... She did, so we did, and uh-huh. it was great. Awesome. And what did y'all do? Um, so okay, for, for Thanksgiving, we had a turducken. Yummy. Which was wonderful because they're delicious. Right. And Dustin, if you don't know what a turducken is, it's a duck stuffed in a chicken, stuffed in a turkey, all Cajun seasoned with uh like cornbread cornbread stuffing in between each layer. It's amazing. You can also get andouille sausage stuffing, which is fine. Um, there's no wrong answer here, really. But so that's what we did for Thanksgiving. And then the day after Thanksgiving, we held it at my brother's business. It's called Cork Vault. It's wine storage. And they have this awesome lounge. So we took over the lounge Friday night and I had tacos catered. We had elotes. We had churros. Which this was the first time that my nephew had ever had a churro. And, and? he had like seven of them <laughs> to the point where if you had a churro and you like set your plate down, he, was going he for it. would grab it and take it. <laughs> and we had plenty, right? Like there were plenty of, of churros to go around, but he just ate every churro he could get his hands on. You know what? I didn't, you know, I like this kid. He's a great kid. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really awesome. We had um, a bunch of their friends and our friends come and celebrate Molly. There are lots of dogs. There's some really good pictures. But it was a really fun time. And everybody, you know, just kept saying, hey, it was really nice to take a break from turkey and Mm -hmm. have tacos. Yeah. (laughs) Because the food was really good. So if anyone's in the Charlotte area, uh, we had catering by Sabor, uh, S-A-B-O-R. Um, there's a few different Not to locations. Be confused with Sabaro. Sabaro. Yeah. Wow. Um, there's a few different locations around Charlotte. Uh, we went to the South Park, so, one, which is hilarious. To yeah. Me. <laughs> um, yeah, especially considering that they bought that um, the whatever the Mexican restaurant is in the show that that exists in. Real oh, life. Casa Bonita. Yeah. <laughs> which I, I have it marked on Google Maps so that I can make sure that I go. Um, 
I have stuff all over the country marked. Um, Excellent. But uh, so when you made the order, were you like, hey, I need all this all this food. It's for a quinceanera. And they're like, oh, cool. Is it for like your niece? No, my dog. No, they like never asked me. Oh, damn. Until I picked up the food. That was the only time they, they said, you know, is this a big party or something? And I was like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's my dog's quinceanera. And they're like, that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and- white people. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, basically, but I think it's it, the universal response. I think has really been like, well, if your dog, yeah, sorry, she's drinking from her new water okay. fountain. Oh, a water her. fountain! I know, bougie, because she loves the water fountain at the dog park so much. Yeah, like, oh, that's a good she idea. She will, she will just stand by. Yeah, it. and so I thought I should get her one of those water fountains that people get for their cats. Yeah. I just set it up today, and I think she likes it. What does Sonny think of it? I Is don't. He scared I think of he's it. A, he's ignored. He's not afraid of it, but he hasn't interacted with it yet. Uh, okay. 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 Well, when you <laughs> when you guys move to your next place, I'll uh, I'll come plumb a hard line <laughs> to it. Cool. Um, but yeah, everyone's kind of had the similar response of you know, well, so. Yeah, if your if your dog makes it to fifteen, you should absolutely do yeah, it go you for it. <laughs> so we we have uh, escaped some uh, accusations of appropriation in that way. I oh, think. okay, okay. But gotcha. I did feel bad. My niece asked me if she or she said that she was going to have a quinceanera when she yeah. was fifteen. I had to break the news. <laughs> but I told her she could have a sweet sixteen because <laughs> it was like. It was the thing that the kids were most excited for all week. Oh, my God. Like, like they would just keep saying, oh, we can't wait for Molly's quinceanera. And it was like, oh, it was so cute. And my my super young nephew even learned how to say it correctly. Yeah. Did uh, did they dress up? The kids didn't. Uh-huh. Like, not they, Amelia put on a cute, or her, one of the dresses that she really likes. And, okay. And Bill went as whatever. But- uh-huh. You know, Molly dressed up. She had her cute little dress on, and Sunny Ooh. had a bow tie with squirrels on it. Oh my and god! I, I need got a photo everybody. Of that. I'll send it to you. Okay. Uh, everybody had um, flowers to put in their hair. Fine. I want a fun. squirrel bow tie. You can get one for me at Canine Cafe. In all right. <laughs> so this but is for all no, this really, is for me. It was a really fun time, though. It was a good. It was a good party, I think. A nice yeah. excuse to get everybody together. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Fun and silly. But earlier in the day, and Dozen, uh-huh. you may have seen this in our um, our post explaining that we were not having an episode that week. We went to a cat cafe. Go on. It's called Daily Muse. Get it? Get it? I'm... Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. M E W S. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so all their cats are adoptable um and really super delightful. They've got a bunch of um I didn't realize they were called cow cats, but they they are accurately called cow cats cuz they look like cows. And they're really silly. They had uh, a black cat that I just loved. They had a uh-huh. cute little Persian cat. Uh, named Phoebe, who has three legs. And this was the big debate amongst the family because my brother has declared that no other four-legged creatures are allowed in the house uh-huh. because of their dog. Well, three-legged. 
That's what we keep saying. So, yeah. Like, hey, uh, Phoebe, because Amelia just loves her. So yeah. we keep saying, well, Phoebe only has three legs. Yeah. Good. In theory. Much less trouble. Have a Phoebe and not be breaking mm-hmm. your policy. That's um, true. They had a tortoise shell colored cat that my mom really liked. Uh-huh. But lots of really good kittens. Like, such cute cats and just so chill. It was a really large room. With, you know, a ton of places to sit, a ton of places for the cats to go. And they have a coffee bar. They serve beer. They serve wine. So right up your alley. <laughs> so you get, you get them liquored up until they want to adopt. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst idea. You can only have yeah. an hour time block, though. Oh, you have to yeah, book time so to be in there. You have to book time to be in there. Okay. But the cats were just really chill and just so happy. And it was really nice. It was a solid experience. Highly, highly recommend. That's but I'm cool. allergic to cats, so I made it like 30 minutes before my eyes started watering. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was That's still pretty it. neat. How fun. Yep. Recommend it to a friend. Okay. Five stars. Sweet. Yeah. Um, the other really cool thing that happened, and this is my last uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thanksgiving story. Um, the second night we were there, my brother made... Um, burgers for everybody for dinner and used his big green egg that he has outside on their back porch. Mm-hmm. And he came in from tending to the grill and I noticed he had his BioLite headlamp that we gave him for his Father's Day present. What? I know. Nice. He had really good things to say about did it. Did he? Okay. He really did. He likes it a lot. Nice. And I asked him if he would do a pepper review on it and he said he'd <laughs> consider it. Oh, okay. I know. Okay. Somebody else for you to torture. <laughs> yeah, I think I think monster. that's a good guest activity. Oh yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes, and I did. Me. Um, while we were shot, while we were out in um, in Charlotte, I found a little Christmas gift for you. Uh oh. I know you're gonna love it. I got one for myself too, and oh. I will be shipping it in the next couple of days. Oh. So get excited. Okay. Okay. Hopefully it makes it to you by the time we record our next episode. Okay. Now I have to get you a present. Uh, you absolutely do not. Oh, my God. Your friendship is the gift yeah. that keeps on giving. Yeah, right. That's I what know. they say to nerds. Um, I Anyways, just have to know, though. It's I have been a while more, since. Uh-huh. No, I was about to. Yeah. You go. You go. It's been a while since what? Nothing. Go ahead. All right. Fine. Um. <clears throat> I have some more Thanksgiving miracle news. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, the the bar that I frequent, Freetown Boom mm-hmm. Room, um, mm-hmm. they have like a, a jam session on Wednesday nights that anybody yeah. can play at, and um, the owner's like, "Hey, you should come through." Uh, and it was the day before Thanksgiving. I was like, "Well, I don't have to go to work the next day, so I might as well go check that out." And because like normally I wouldn't go during the week, um, and so I was in there. And uh, I was talking to one of the part-time bartenders who just happened to be hanging out there. Uh, mm. <laughs> one of them was like, hey, uh, did you ever get your hot dog suit back? Nope. And uh, <laughs> and she's like, now that I'm thinking about it, I know I grew up with her. I should look her up and message her about it. Oh, no. And, um, <laughs> They're and coming so, for you, Jessica. Yeah. So, they, so she messages her. Um, While you're sitting there? Yeah. And they go back and forth. Uh, wow. And Jessica was like, 
I said I would I would I would pay for it. No, and she I was didn't. Like, no, you Yeah, no, she didn't. Jessica's and, uh, such a liar. Oh, Jessica. I know. Yeah, Never trusted then, uh, Jessica. It was just like, you know, he could I'll I'll just Venmo him what it costs. And it's like she's never said this before. Never. Um, and so then the bartender Bree um was like, she says that if you message her uh your account, she'll send it to you. Uh like, whatever. And I was like, mm, I'm going to break the no contact rule because you said so. Mm. Uh so I messaged mm. her and I was like, Hey, uh the hot dog Oh, sees- you said you said hey? I would just be like at whatever. Let me, and that's it. Let me read what I wrote. Let me give you the exacts. Huh. So you can for maximum judgment. Maximum judgment. Hot dog thief. I said, hey, comma, my Venmo is, uh, and then the costume was $45. <laughs> okay. And then she said, then she sent it, uh, said done, period, and then I sent a thumbs up emoji. Did you block her after that? No. <laughs> did she block you? <laughs> no. Um, but I then did, I then did take the uh, flyers down because they were still up. Um, and um and then uh brie was like yeah now that i'm thinking i i used to um when we were kids i bullied her (laughs) and she's like oh no she's like i feel i felt really bad about it you know after i grew up and stuff and and uh you know like i ran into her and apologized to her and stuff oh Uh, good okay i was gonna say if she bullied her and then she was like bring back the hot dog right yeah but i was teasing her that like later on that week i was like yeah, I did, Bria. The enforcer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know oh, I could just go to you and just get things taken care of. Seriously. <laughs> and she's the one that's the uh, the army vet. Oh. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like, God, shit. I talked to I talked to Bree for like two seconds. She just gets it taken care of. Man, it's too bad that other girl is a thief and a liar. Because I would really like to know how vindicating it was to like have an apology from your bully yeah right but at the same time it's like maybe she should get bullied a little bit you know no john <laughs> she's a hot dog thief <laughs> maybe that she steals hot dogs because she's hurt oh okay and she needs other people to hurt too so really it's Bree's fault oh no it's not we love you Bree. thank you yeah she's the best um so yeah um so the hot dog cost and supposedly she told her that um when she got it she would still return the costume Hmm. so it's like yeah right liar right yeah quit i'm just curious now what did you even do with this costume jessica apparently it's in somebody else's car which how did it get there jessica right yeah jessica jeez unbelievable oh well, I am equal parts um, happy for you to have your costume back and sad that this is over You're because right. my next suggestion to you was that your your next flyer needed to have um, the little smoky cop cars <laughs> on it <laughs> because the, the alignment was just too good to not use. Uh-huh. Say, this is escalating, Jessica. I'm going to yeah. call the 5-0 Smokies on you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me call the cops. Little There's a little smoky police mobiles. It's too good. You have to do it. But you can't now because she nah, returned the costume. Yeah. She finally did the right thing. 
Finally. Yeah. Yes. Did I in the show, did I say what Emily's idea was? No. Uh so Emily's suggestion was to you know how they do um what's it called? Um so Emily's idea was to do a football pool of the date that Jessica would return the costume in December. Oh, okay. And that people could buy squares, uh, but they would be randomly assigned to help prevent collusion. And I think you and I talked about this. I don't know that we talked about this in the show. Right. And so then uh, if it got returned, whoever had purchased that that day would get the pool of money. Hmm. Mm -hmm. If nobody returned it, or if it never got returned, then I would just keep the pool at the end of the 30 days. And then I'd be able to buy a hot dog. A new hot dog. Yeah. So that was Emily's idea. Well, thanks for for ruining that one, Bree. I know, because shit was going to escalate, Jessica. It was. Little smoky five O's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I feel like we should transition to returning to one of our favorite segments that we haven't had for a while. Oh, yeah? That's right. Is it Bear News? Nope. It no. is parking lot shenanigans. Parking lot shenanigans. Yup. I have a couple. I, I I even have one. I don't know how the stars align so well. Yeah. So this is from since we last recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, so across from the bar, uh, there's these like gr- these like um uh, these apartments on the second floor and on the like three or four apartments going across a, a building. And below them was garages, but the garages have since been converted into apartments. And um, <clears throat> then there's parking right in front of it. And some random person tried to park in front of one of those apartments on the ground floor. And somebody oh, came no. out and was like, hey, don't park in my spot. Herb, herb, herb. And the person, uh, nobody's really exactly sure um, if it was on accident or on purpose. Uh, instead of going in reverse, went and drive and hammered it <gasps> and like bumped the person into the garage door. <gasps> Are they okay? Yeah, they were fine. So then like that happened, the vehicle rolled back and the person who got bumped then like ripped the door open and started like beating the bejesus out of the person. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, and then the person like tried backing out and like tried running away and they actually did. And it was just, and like everybody's just across the street watching this unfold did they catch them no the person drove off they called the cops but they take forever to get there did you not did nobody get the plate number people did okay yeah but it was still just like jesus christ wow okay your parking lot shenanigans (laughs) are a lot less funny than mine (laughs) it was still pretty wild um the other one uh somebody got so there's street parking and i was parked in the corner of an intersection mm-hmm. and uh only going one way uh do you have stop signs and going the other way you don't and somebody okay. blew the stop sign and caught the tail end of a vehicle going through and spun them and Ooh. they spun parallel to all the cars lined up on the street like it went seven cars deep like right next to them and never touched a single car including mine that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I was like, holy moly, that could have been so expensive. Not because so of my car, expensive. but the other cars. Yeah, uh, not, definitely not because you're your car. Yeah, but like you hit seven shitty cars, that's going to be expensive no matter what. Yeah, like hitting seven bad cars is basically hitting 
one and a half nice cars. Yeah. And it was just like the dude stopped and he got out and like the the person who got hit was was okay. Uh, but it was still just like, whoa, this intersection's yeah. scary. Yeah. You know, this should be a four-way stop. It's a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that's what's, ha- what's happened in the last week and a half. Wow. Yours, yours are scary. Mine's just like <laughs> people are so stupid. Should we have opened with yours? No, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's not good either way. Um, so, Dustin, you've heard some of the shenanigans from my parking deck over the last year and a half, I guess. But uh, Even further, because we have stories from Dallas. <laughs> I guess that's right. We do have stories from Dallas. Um, so, the saga continues with um, Houston left for work. And a couple of minutes after he walked out the door, I got a text. And it was just two pictures. <laughs> Of the this car, so our parking deck is situated like every other parking deck, where there's parking on both sides, and you go up like in a circle, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the last cars on the inside row was like sideways out into like the driveway. Yeah. And at first, I was just sitting there thinking, you know what? That's a shitty what, parking job. What a terrible parking. Like, yeah. you have to try to get your parking job that bad, sir. How did you even do that? And then he sent a picture from another angle. And you can see debris on the ground. And you see that the back passenger corner is all banged up. Yeah. And so it wasn't this guy's parking job that got him out into the middle of the road. It was somebody hit this car before turning the corner. And that's what got it out into the middle of the road. And it's it's unbelievable because you're you're trying to piece together how it happened, mm-hmm. but none of the angles make that much sense. You would have had to have turned in so, so early and then bailed out of your turn and not quite in time. It, it's just you must I, have been drunk. Yeah. I think that they were they were going to turn and they just went right <laughs> into it, like you said. And then, yeah, but the turn was a well, full. We're gonna have to post the photos of it. We'll so. post the photos. The turn was was a so so early. Yeah. It wasn't because they didn't clip the back outside corner. No, it's like the inside of the car. The inside of yeah. the, the inside of the corner. <laughs> so it was. We're gonna have insane. a lot of photos to post for this episode. We are so, but we we got home from Charlotte at uh-huh. maybe ten o'clock that night before, and Houston left for work at eight thirty. So and it this, happened between then. This occurred somewhere in between those two times, which is a mm. huge range. But, but you know, I I spotted one of our neighbors in the hallway as I was going to like get our mail from our time away, uh-huh. and I said, "Oh, I'm going to go look at this thing that's in the parking deck. Do you want to come?" And he's like, "Are you serious? What happened?" And you know, then the neighbors just kind of gathered, <laughs> you know. Um, but the car, the car stayed in that position for most of the day, and uh-huh. now it's it's just sitting, it's back in the space, but it's still there. So sad. I know it's unbelievable. I haven't seen the message board since then. I need to ask Houston. Yeah. He's looked at it. I'm entirely not confrontational enough to look at it, <laughs> even to just observe. I it stresses me out because okay. even. Even when it when it was the Corvette that had its wheels taken uh-huh. off, <laughs> it was just so wild because people are are naturally 
painting it all in the apartment complex, which some of that's fair, but not yeah. all that's fair. And I just, it spirals and I just kind of have to back away slowly. <laughs> I need to um, get my dash cam wired correctly so that it can run when there's movement. You sure do. And the do. car is not running. You sure do. And y'all should get that too. <laughs> because now it's just, I feel like it's only a matter of time until one of your cars gets it. It really is. Yeah. I've noticed that there you. there are dash cams on other cars in the parking lot now. Yeah. So anyway, so that is my continuation of our parking deck shenanigans. Sweet. Uh people are dicks. Basically. So um gotta do some uh India. I I'm shopping for a friend. Um I feel like I need to get them uh, a, a a a Christmas gift. Do you have any recommendations? What's your budget? Well, uh, extravagant. Oh, I hope you mean that because I have something so good in the extravagant camping gift department. Do you? I sure do. Hit me with it. Um, <laughs> I saw this beauty <laughs> when I was driving from Austin to Dallas. Oh, oh, did you? You saw this in the wild. I saw this in the wild, and I Is made this a mental like, note. Literally, the first like you were out and about, and actually saw something in real life. What do you mean? I see things in real instead life instead of just time. finding them on the internet. Oh, <laughs> it's one of the few. <laughs> I think I've spotted other things that I've I've wanted to look up before, but uh-huh. this this is one of the few. Because usually when I have some crazy thing to talk about, it's because I've just found it online. But this, I actually saw one in the wild, made a mental note, and then, you know, it stuck in my brain for enough hours that I actually got to write it down. Uh-huh. And so anyway, dozen. This is the Tiger Moth Camper by Taxa. And it's either Taxa, Taxa. or T-A-X-A. Um, this thing is ridiculous. And you know that things are actually stupid expensive when the manufacturer doesn't even list a price for you to look at. Oh, okay. I know. But Google told on them, so I found out the price of it. <laughs> so this company has a few offerings of campers, but I, since I saw this one, it just looked so bizarre and so simultaneously clever and over the top. I just had to feature this particular one. So the standard version of the Tiger Moth camper is just over 18 thousand dollars and the overland version is just over twenty five thousand dollars so because they put rugged tires on it well i'm glad you asked um (laughs) their their quote (laughs) is a habitat built for adventuring the tiger moth overland edition features increased ground clearance which is helpful uh, with the timbrin axillus suspension And includes a number of premium accessories, perfect for those who venture to the further reaches of nature. Okay. I know. So it sounds pretty serious, right? Look at that fancy suspension. Yeah, you looking at it? Yeah, it's like um, freaking... (sighs) I don't know what those are called. They're like little arms. Um, I can't remember what kind of suspension that's called anymore. Okay, well, you think Uh, about that. They're arms. They're just single arms. The video... so together. They have a video that outlines all the features of it. That's what I immediately was drawn to because I'm lazy. And it is so funny because it's hosted by the founder, CEO, lead designer. This is all one person. And he's just so adorkable. Adorkable. Yeah. I hope they feature this guy in every video they ever do because he is such a doofus. I love him. 
<laughs> but he he has like so much excitement showing off the newest feature, which is a window on the front of the trailer. Wow. <laughs> I know. And you can tell he must have been asked about this window a hundred times because he was like, yeah, we finally put this window in and it, it adds so much light. Oh, people but are like, yo, it, dude, window, come yeah. on. But the sad thing about it is that one of the things you can add to the Tiger Moth camper is an AC unit. Nice. But the AC unit takes up the entire window. That's okay. AC unit. I I'm know. Sold. Such a bummer. He was so excited about it. So <laughs> he also loves to talk about all the holes in the support beams on the interior because they're meant for hooking things up like with carabiners. And it's so cute. Okay. Just, anytime he is talking about the structure of the of the interior he's like look and more holes here for your carabiners and look there's holes here it's for your carabiners <laughs> and then there's a built-in bookshelf on one of the back walls of and he gets so excited about it it's so cute <laughs> um so anyway the base model is cool which you know for 18k it had better be pretty cool right um but it doesn't just open from the back the entire right side of it lifts up for access or to function like a covered porch. <clears throat> yeah. It's a, I mean, they made this trailer as functional as possible. It seems like it's super I'm functional. trying to wrap my head around how two people sleep in this. Um, we'll watch the video because watch they'll show video. you how, okay. how they fold all the things down and put okay. like padded platforms in place. You can find so one of these. You could, you can finance it. <laughs> you can convert the couch on the inside into a bed that fits two people. Um, but I'm getting to how it'll sleep five in just a second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the kitchen slides out from the side of it and has two cubbies under, under a really big countertop. So it's totally exterior. The fold out? Yeah, like it slides... Yeah. It slides out. Like, it doesn't fold out. It, like, just slides all the way out. Wait, wait, wait. What does? The kitchen. Oh, the kitchen. The kitchen. The kitchen. The kitchen. Yeah, like, you open a panel on the side of it, on the outside, and the whole thing just slides out. Yeah, that's... So, so normally, it sits under the couch. It sits under the... Like, the compartment that holds it is underneath one of the couch areas, and... But it just slides out. Like, you, you don't have to move your couch or anything. It just slides out from the exterior it's pretty clever it's super clever so uh let's see so you have the option to add on several items including an awning um, mosquito mesh and screen doors for your entries necessity the ac unit that we previously talked about which makes this makes this very blair friendly yeah that's who i've been thinking of and a three-person tent that you can put (laughs) on the top of it (laughs) I, i know I wonder if that was like from the very beginning they were doing that or if somebody was like, you know, you've made everything functional. Why not do something with the roof? Like, Well, so the other thing you can add on is just support beams where you can tie up baggage and other stuff, I guess, that you would boring. need for your whatever. Yeah, that's super boring. Put a tent. Make it make a penthouse tent. Mm hmm. For your ca- for your camper. Yeah. Um, And they also had like a. a toolbox that would mount to it as well which i'm sure you find fun john but like that wasn't as grabbing to me as you you know a mosquito net or a three-person <laughs> penthouse 
I do like this. I mean, they it, it seems like they really kind of thought of thought this through. Oh, um, they sure did. Although, you know what this has me thinking of is how you know how like a track <laughs> for enclosed trailers uh you kind of have like there's this gap between like a trailer that just barely fits your car um and then maybe some room for like spare wheels and stuff like that but you're pretty much maxed out mm. there's no like compartment in there for you um and then after that you're looking at like double or triple triple car haulers mm-hmm. with like crew quarters and stuff right um <laughs> So to fill in that middle ground, why not take the smaller car hauler trailers and put one of these tents on the top? I mean, sounds genius to me. You right? should do that. Like, I don't I haven't seen that done. To make this for us. Okay, but I'm, I'm getting to the racing functionality of this in oh, a second. Oh, oh okay. okay, okay. <clears throat> sure. So I know what you're thinking right now, John. What um, am I thinking? Wow, India, how big of a truck will I need to haul this this clever thing? India. How big of a truck would I need to haul this thing? You don't need a big one at all. It what? is, quote, lightweight and rugged. Tiger Moth was built for distant travel and is towable by many four-cylinder vehicles. Shut up. I have a four-cylinder vehicle. I know. Oh, my gosh. But also, I really want to see somebody with a Miata. Towing one of <laughs> towing with these. <laughs> like, I just desperately, desperately want to see this. So I I want to see it on your Versa, yes, but I, I just really need to see this. There, um, there was a couple in Kansas City who would haul a mini, a mini camper with a Versa. Genius. They're autocrossers. John, I, th- I think the next time you have a cool 20 grand hanging out, you yeah, should get one Yeah, go of these. get one of these bad boys. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to build my own. I'm going I'm to get like a old banged up uh, enclosed trailer that some lawn care company used and, conver- sure. and convert that into my, my little camperoonie. But will it have b- built-in bookshelves? You're goddamn right it will. They may not be straight, <laughs> but they'll be in there. <laughs> they'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so, Dozen, we will absolutely have more, cool. more affordable gift guides just because it is the holiday season. Uh-huh. And uh, happy Hanukkah to those of you who are celebrating yeah. right now. Um, and some more, I think, Price is Right type games because I love a gift guide for that. You, so. you didn't appreciate my 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 recommendation, my camping recommendation earlier. What was for it? My, for my Jewish friends. The lightweight collapsible menorah. <laughs> so you can, you can Hanukkah on the trail. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Oh, because I, I asked Jake if we should send his child a Christmas gift or a Hanukkah gift, and then all you yeah. said was collapsible lightweight menorah. Yeah, because we're the camping no, people. We only give no camping gifts. No context at all. So Our context, context is that we only give camping gifts. Oh, no. I just I, I sent them something. I, damn it. Oh, I think it'll be to them before by the time this airs. It was a really <laughs> good book. It was a funny book. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Sweet. But yeah, anyway. if that isn't a thing, um, <laughs> I thought of it first. I get the royalties. Okay, if you can make one, by all means. Uh, you know, I bet it exists already. Let's see, collapsible <laughs> menorah. No collapsible lightweight. Okay, let's do one before we try to find the other. I mean. Kinda. 
Yeah. Yeah, you should you should give us a Google. <laughs> oh, a little, little wood guy. That's kind of neat. Yeah, but it's not, not lightweight. Cheap. It needs to be like metallic. <laughs> well, no. What if it's a really lightweight wood? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's looking pretty good, though. I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so, so that is... <laughs> you're so stupid. That is uh, the extravagant gift for, I think, this holiday season. We'll try to keep it a little more affordable for those of you who are looking for camping gifts for the uh, outdoorsy person in your life. Uh-huh. So, and to wrap this up, because we have to do a little bit of camping news. Camping. Um, News. Nope. News. Camping. Nope. Meow, meow, mm-hmm. meow, 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 meow. You feel good about that? Mm-hmm. I do. You should feel good about the meows. I think that's fair. I'm very meowful. <laughs> okay. So, tis the season uh-huh. for college students to be camping overnight to score tickets to the big games. This isn't a Black Friday story? This is not a Black Friday oh. story. This is <laughs> students from Pitt eager to get tickets for the ACC championship game in Charlotte this year, camping out overnight, hopeful to get one of those 160 tickets that include transportation and lodging for that game. So are these stu- are these tickets reserved for students? Yes. Okay. So obviously more than 160 people want these tickets. There uh-huh. are lines. You got to camp out to get your spot. And so, like... Does, were people paying attention and didn't camp out if they were 170th? I don't know. Probably. I think you kind of like wait out some people like to see if, like if you get there and you're 161. Yeah. You know, maybe Hopefully you a car declines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, it's a big thing at a lot of campuses whenever okay. there's tickets up for grabs. So I think at Duke, there's a whole... Like school organized event for people who are camping to get basketball tickets. Oh, I don't know. It's crazy. But yeah, it's it's a whole thing. So the football coach brought pizzas to the kids. Oh, that's fun. That's nice. Because too. it's such an easy way to, you know, have goodwill. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> but, thanks for being huge fans. Yeah, thanks for coming out. All that. So um with this in mind, John, uh-huh. if you were camping out overnight. Uh-huh. Four football tickets, football tickets, not in the wilderness. Frick. What would your must-have items be for survival? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, what football game would you camp out for? And I was oh, like, no, you would not. I wouldn't. <laughs> um, okay, so if we're doing it like this, um, uh, if it's if it's during the winter and you're like in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, literally, yeah. this was so this weekend. <laughs> what's really important is isolation from the ground because it's going to be super cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a really good isomat and, um, maybe like an extra, um, like tarp or blanket to let put down. Um, you wouldn't bring a chair. Well, we were talking about the camping part. Oh, okay. So I'm talking about full, like surviving through tent. the night. Gotcha. Um, so like I would make sure that like I could actually not have, um, all my heat stolen from me. That'd be really important. Mm-hmm. Um, Hand warmers, probably. Um, How long do those last? I don't. Um, well, I guess it kind of depends on like your budget and stuff. But like those can last a couple hours. 
Um, you could also. Do, oh, yeah, like, we found rechargeable ones. I thought in one of our last. Oh yeah, yeah, guides. yeah. There's that. Yeah. Oh, and I actually recently found out that Dewalt sells a, a heat <laughs> electronic heated uh, jackets that use the the drill batteries as oh, a power I source. I don't think it's the drill bat. Roxy makes these, and they have little rechargeable battery packs. No, no, no. Dewalt does it. Or you're no, saying what you know? What I know, I, okay. I saw yeah. Roxy was selling them, and I was immediately tempted. If I lived anywhere colder than Austin, uh-huh. I would totally drop well, three hundred dollars so, on it. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure that their power source is probably much right, more, but it's not a Dewalt battery pack, which so. is stupid because the things stupid. are huge, huge. You know, so it's just like. Like That's where do you so even put bulky. that? Exactly, and they, they here's the thing: they know it's a bad idea because on the website they did not tell you where it goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyways, like, anyways, I don't know. You guys figured out you're warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll find out when you buy it and you realize you wasted your money um, <laughs> on a dumb novelty. Uh, <laughs> okay, what's your what's your last item um, that you want to take? Can we leave the line to go to the bathroom? Uh yes, I think okay. I think that's right. probably allowed because gross. Yeah, you know it depends on the viciousness of the crowd. <laughs> I um, think everyone's pretty civilized, like it. Okay, so then if I don't have to worry about that, um, you know what I would do if I'm hmm. just sitting there all night long, I'm bringing my black pot, I'm cooking a stew or a gumbo, Ooh. and just getting ripped and just <laughs> cooking. <laughs> Just, I'm, mean, I'm, I'm tailgating. I'm tailgating. It's just flat out. That's yeah, all that's happening. Fair, I'm fair. just going to sit there and make a gumbo and hang out with everybody and party. Honestly, these are all really solid choices. Right. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm how pretty, to tailgate. I'm pretty impressed with you. Thank you. What would what would your be your items be? You're like, oh, I was going to bring my switch. I mean, no. I mean, I was going to say all the power banks. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, probably uh, a thermos full of hot toddy. Great um, idea. Right, right. And if it's a really good thermos, then it's going to last all night. Yup. Um, and definitely whatever I can have to keep warm. Yeah. Yeah, whatever I can scrounge up to stay warm through the night. But also proximity to you if you're making gumbo. Hell yeah, I'm going to be the coolest. Oh, burn <laughs> barrel. I bring a burn barrel. The burn barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that is all I have for us okay. this week. That was some good um, stuff. On our first holiday season podcast episode. Woo. Merry Christmas. I know. Are you putting up a tree? We I'm put up our tree. We have cats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could, but I would subscribe to that content. Right. Yeah. We put one up at the office. So there's that. That doesn't count. I helped. I decorated it. That's cute. Yeah. See? Maybe you need some light up critters. <sighs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to put lights all over the cats. All right. Well, <laughs> Dozen, you have some gift guides to look forward to yeah. in the coming weeks. And until next time, you ready to sing your song? Yeah, here we go. Boom, <laughs> Keep it campy. Bye-bye.